0: First time that we've been joined by a 365 Sports colleague on the channel. It is Paul Catalina here on the Neighborhood Watch. I'm your host, Josh Neighbors. uh, Paul, it's great to meet you and talk to you. We get to meet in person next week at Big 12 Media Days. Uh, Thank you for coming on the show. We're going to talk about Brett Yormark's comments yesterday about the Big 12 going to 14 teams because it seems hell or high water. That is where they're headed. But first of all, nice to speak to you, and thank you for being on the show. Oh, I'm glad I'm the first one. I mean, look – I should be the first one. I, I mean, I'm, I,
1: I consider myself the best podcast guest. No knock on my other compatriots, but I do, like, if you ever watch, like, late-night TV, like, sometimes there's, like, guests that are on the show that are just right golden. Like, Tony Randall was just golden when he was on Letterman. Like, I want to be the Tony Randall of podcasts. That's my goal in life. So uh, if I can be that great guest to come on, that's what I want well, to be. So. Smokey
0: was great. So Smokey was on my old show, and he was yeah. fantastic. So you got you got a pretty pretty high bar. Well, I, I know. I had your co-host.
1: I had to deal with him every day, so I I know. But yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm 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 excited to be here. I'm excited that you're with us. Um, you know, I, I uh, you know, uh, sometimes, um, you know, opportunity and and luck, bad or good, Josh, you know, it like works out. For right. all of us, and I think it's worked out really well. Uh, we're, we're super happy to have you,
0: and also, uh, this beautiful backdrop, courtesy of you all. So, uh, yeah, I uh, have not have had it without you. Yeah, there you go, big perks. All right, let's do it. Let's talk about the Big 12. So, Brett Yormark makes these comments. I forget the publication, BYU. I always forget what it's called, BYU TV, whatever yeah. it is. But, um, so basically, like, and it's no secret, they want to go to 14 teams, right? I, I think the conversation about 14 is an interesting one because there's a few ways to look at it. There's like, who are you adding? But also they're kind of the idea of a voting block. I think like if you have enough teams that matter, when I think about the future of college football in 10 to 15 years, I really think about the big 12 in terms of like, okay, could college football exist with or without the big 12 conference? And so I think there is a value to adding more schools that is just like are we just gonna say Colorado doesn't, doesn't matter anymore? Are we gonna say that Arizona, Arizona State doesn't matter anymore? So the idea of 14 to me just makes sense generally. Are you are you there or are you a bit more well oh yeah? No. I look when they were at um,
1: at t- 10 uh, and played the little dog and pony show with David Boren and all that of like, oh, we're gonna take applications and we're gonna have we're gonna vet teams, we're gonna vet them all. We're gonna have a big old vet fest and then nothing came of that one, because the big 12, I think at that time thought itself more important than it was, um, and was not like in the reality of who they were in the moment, but was not really looking forward enough. And they're not the only conference to be guilty of that the PAC 12 is very guilty of that right now of not understanding who you were. Doesn't matter. Who you are is what matters. And so um, that is um, that is why I always, like, I don't think you should just keep expanding and expanding, but if the ACC could get to 16 teams by adding, you know, one, right? You know, like there, <laughs> or two, I guess, what you're talking about. So the ACC is already at 14, 15 when you count Notre Dame. Like, so the ACC is already at 14, and that's a league that outside of two teams, most of the big 12 would consider themselves to be on par with the, the will be big 12, not the current big 12, but the, the 12 teams that we'll have next year, I think, excuse me. I think even Houston and Cincinnati and UCF BYU is kind of a different story because they have a national championship. They have some history. They have a gigantic, massive fan base. UCF's a new school, you know, UH and Cincinnati have both been on these different conference journeys but outside of Florida state and Clemson, you know, and I guess, you know, depending on the sport you're talking about, you know, most of the schools in the big 12 for football will consider themselves on par or probably even better than most of the schools in the ACC. Like, you know, so they've already got 14, you're going to have 14 for a year. I mean, it only makes sense for you to at least get to the number of the conference that, that you consider yourself at least on par with. And most of the time outside of you know, like a couple of nitpicky things better than, I mean, because I think if you ask most big 12 fans, do you think this conference is better than the ACC? And if you said top to bottom, yeah, maybe it is a little bit better, you know, in regard to the way football works because the ACC um, and not that the big 12, you know, with Oklahoma. But if you look at the last two years of the big 12, the ACC has never had that kind of parody where Mm-mm. it's different teams, you know, no. the ACC for the last 30, almost 40 years has either been Clemson or Florida state winning the title. You know, there's a couple like, you know, upstarts that pop up in there, but for the most part it's Clemson, it's Florida state. So I think that in the end of it all, I think you need to be, you know, at 14. And if you want to stay ahead of the pac 12, you've got to, you know, add teams. Now is that Colorado and Arizona? I mean, for the big 12 sake, I hope it's bigger schools like Colorado and Arizona right. But if it's not, then make sure that you're doing the same thing you did with UCF and BYU and Houston, Cincinnati, picking schools that are ready to be in the big time and, and, and can
0: go. Yeah, you know, I, I think with the realizing what you are, that, that has been so relevant for the Big 12 versus Pac-12 part of this because Brett Yormark has been the ultimate know-who-you-are guy, right? That's why there's so many ideas that he's throwing against the wall. Like, this is not the Big Ten it's not the sec they don't have that so mm-hmm. big 12 mexico it's is it worth a shot sure does it work we've got no idea but like you have to do something to be different well, and I mean, go and ahead. the thing
1: just to follow up on that that line of thought there the problem with the big 12 and like the conferences is that you know they were run by people who thought everything was always going to stay the same and <laughs> college
0: sports people from the from yeah. the college sports industry yeah so
1: they were looking at it as like well this has always worked you know, but then the minute that somebody upsets the apple cart, then you can't react to it. Right. You can't right. sit there and say, oh, man, uh, you know, because um, they don't they had no ideas. So that's why yeah. you see all these conferences going outside the, the bubble of, you know, guys who grew up in the industry, because it's not you know, you're, you're not hiring for that job anymore. It's not the same job. You need someone who's different.
0: And that's why I love when I hear the ADs and y'all talk to Mac Rhodes a lot, but like when, when I worked at Sirius and we talked to Jamie Pollard, Gene Taylor, like you could tell, like they are not, they, they do not agree with everything Brett Mark says, which is good because that's, that's kind of the healthy relationship there. You want ADs who are looking out for their individual school and have to consider the conference as well. Obviously you want that mixture to go with a guy who's you know going to put some different ideas out there, right? You want to mix the classic college ADs who are trying to further their schools, with a guy who's trying to new ideas for a conference that needs that. Obviously, you know, uh, desperately they need that because look, they don't have the big brands. They have to find ways to be different. They have to find the inefficiencies. And I think that's where the big 12 is, you know, that is where they they are. uh, They have done so well so far. What the next question is though, is if you get to 14, what does that look like? The ideal situation here is for them monetarily, at least in the short term, is you're able to pick off to at least my, in my opinion, it's two, it's two Pac-12 schools. That is kind of the way you want to do it. I think Arizona and Colorado have seen the most willing to join. So let's just take them, for example. That is kind of, I think, you know, even if you try to be like, well, there's, there's a different better way they can get to 14. No, the most clear and obvious way to 14 in a way that makes sense is Arizona and Colorado. To me, it's probably the best way to do it, too. Uh, uh, is that where you are or do you feel differently about kind of the, uh, the best path to 14? Well, one of the
1: things that um, Brett Yomark said was that it's not just about numbers, it's about fit, fit, about cultural fit. Well, Colorado is a big 12 school anyway. They are like let's they might be in the Pac-12 now and have been for over a decade, but
0: Paul, I attended think, the University of Missouri, it is still a Big 12 school that is not exactly. a Southeastern like, conference
1: you school. You, you're still a Big 12 school until Missouri wins an SEC title. Then they're they're still kind of a Big Twelve So like they still are. Colorado has been on the field, football wise, way worse than they were in the Pac-12. Then in-
0: one season; they've been terrible.
1: Yeah, they so year. they've been way worse. Like they were they were playing in conference title games pretty fairly regularly, you know, based on you know the the North, um, you know, kind of rotating around. Uh, especially when Nebraska dipped below, you know, being dominant to just being good, you know, and, and then, you know, look, Nebraska's never recovered from it, but I, I think that, um, and so and I said this on the show, the last couple of days, the only school that has left conferences and been the same except richer is Texas A&M. They're exactly the same as they were. They're just richer. They're good. They're not great. They have, Really good year sometimes, but they're not they've not they've not broken through the ceiling. Maybe they will one day. Who knows? I think the 12 team playoff is going to help a team like AM out immensely. Oh, it will. Because they'll have good talented players on par with a lot of their the people in the playoff, and you get the right draw, you can get hot and win three games in a row, right? But um but for all intents and purposes, they um they are, you know. They're the same, but Colorado is a big 12 school. They can just easily come fit right back in that, you know, their fans probably haven't changed that much. And, you know,
0: and I think being in Texas is great for them recruiting wise, like that, that cannot hurt them being playing more games in Texas. They never got into
1: California to get,
0: yeah, they just have, they they never did
1: like they were not winning in California. So maybe they can win in Texas. I think going California East unless you're going to like a gigantic, if you're going to Notre Dame or Georgia or, you know, Bama or, you know, a school like that is a little bit different than going Texas West where you can get some kids that are like, Hey, do you want to play where it's not a billion degrees in September? Yes, I do. Well, welcome to Colorado um, right. and weeds legal here. You know, I don't know. Hey,
0: selling Boulder is not, it should not be that hard. I've yeah, exactly. Selling Boulder's not that hard. Unbelievable place.
1: They've got a great salesman in charge of their program right now. Maybe the best. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, nobody sells Dion like Dion, and that's and that's what he's selling. So and for Arizona, if you're gonna pick a school that could could kind of fit in like three different leagues, Arizona kind of is because they're not. Look, they're not a powerhouse in football when it by any stretch of the imagination historically, not even close. You know, that's just not what they are. But basketball, they are you know, they're a great basketball school. Um, they're in a, you know, they're a recognizable brand. Um, but they could fit. I mean, like if if geographically, if it made sense, they could be in the ACC, no problem. I mean, they, they really could. Um, but it makes sense geographically for the big 12 and for Arizona. Um, Arizona state has always kind of sold itself as the California school. That's not in California. You know, that's what they are. So if you are talking about fit, I think it's Arizona and it's Colorado. And why well, I would love for the big 12 to add Arizona state so I could swing a trip through Tempe every now and again, look, we'll take Tucson and, and, and have that. It's, it's, it's really, um, I think it, I think it works out well. And I'll tell you this. So if you look back historically at realignment, when A&M left the Southwest conference and eventually came to the big 12, they did not want to go to the big 12. They wanted to go to the sec. That was always there. Uh, Obviously it didn't happen. The politicians got involved and essentially created the big 12 as we first knew it by, you know, keeping A&M and Texas together and And
0: the politicians, right? Yeah.
1: And, (laughs) and including Baylor and Texas tech, uh, who would not have been included if it was up to the big 12 uh, because they just really wanted Texas and Texas A&M especially Baylor at the time was just so abysmal and Tech was out in the middle of, of nowhere in their destination in Lubbock. Um, so they, you know, they're kind of like, well, we've already got a Stillwater. We already have, you know, we don't need. <laughs> right. <And then> that <laughs> that was is- there. And I think that attitude's very snooty. I'm just saying that that was that's historically how it was. But that SEC wanting to go to the SEC never went away. It never went away. It really bothered them that Arkansas went, and they didn't go. Because, you know, who are you, Arkansas, even though, you know, let's let's face it, like, Arkansas, you know, had, had been playing in the game of the century well before A&M was relevant, you know, but right. when A&M started to grow, they really thought we need to be in the sec. So they, when it, the opportunity finally arose again, like they didn't let it pass a second time. So even if in this round, Arizona and Colorado stay, because the media deal doesn't make sense for them to jump. I'll tell you in five years, I don't know if that'll be the same because right. yeah, yeah. The itch will be there. And if especially in five years, if Colorado, if Colorado hasn't made a dent in the Pac twelve and say Dion's probably already gone because he had, you know, maybe one good year where they went eight and four. And, you know, somebody like, you know, um, he he'd probably never coach the forty gators, but um somebody like say
0: Ole Miss, maybe Ole Miss Cam yeah. Collins
1: Langley. or you know uh, I would say Tennessee uh, although I but I don't think Josh Heupel's going going anywhere but um, or I mean just just a team you know you name them that's bigger than Colorado you know the look say Lincoln Riley wins a national championship and the NFL says well what do you think about 12 million dollars a year and not having to recruit and Dion goes to USC I mean you telling me Dion wouldn't recruit in Hollywood come on so they're if they're middling in the pac 12 without the California schools or the Southern California schools in it, then their fans will be like, let's just go back to the big 12 where we have a chance to win this league. And the other thing I think that's attractive to Colorado and Arizona as it stands in the big 12, and it should be to anybody is if you're not a blue blood and neither of those schools are the big 12 is the place to be because you're not going to have to wait out. When is Oklahoma going to have a bad quarterback? When is you know when is uh when are we like you don't have to have their have
0: their co- yeah have their coach leave you know like yeah. like you're not gonna have, have to deal with
1: it. Texas's like gigantic ego you know that right. you, you have that. so like you can and they there's there's Texas's in every league it just maybe not people but, but, that-
0: but there's not but there's not a Texas anymore in the in this league I mean there, that's 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 the thing there's there's no Texas anymore in the Big Twelve I mean these schools have been left like for a reason and there is a there is a kinship there, I think, with with all that. I want to hit on the the Colorado and Arizona football point because, like, the thing about the Big Twelve is, you know, the last three years we've had six different teams play for for the Big Twelve championship, and all three games have been close, and it just shows you how competitive the league has been. And so Utah is that. There's a reason why you know you wouldn't want to leave if you're Utah. You've been so you've the last two years you've been to two Rose Bowls, courtesy of kicking the hell out of two of the best programs in the league. They did it to USC and they really beat the hell out of Oregon twice back in 2021 or whatever it was to do. So I understand why Utah would not want to leave, but if you're football wise, you're Arizona and Colorado, you have a better chance of succeeding and kind of being a part of this cycle. The big 12 has football wise in this league. I think it just makes more sense when you add an access to Texas and also the way that this league, once again, six different teams in the last three years have been in the championship game. And five of them are new members of the Big Twelve. And you know, Oklahoma and Texas have, have almost been a part of the process, which kind yeah. of shows you this legal cycle.
1: Yeah, and you know that that when Oklahoma and Texas, like, the minute they left, it's like, okay, well, now you don't have to be. We're not scared of you anymore. We don't have to worry about you. And so, th- so they lost some of their 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 aura and luster at least within the teams in the in the Big Twelve. And there was some spite there, I, I know as well. But you know, if you're one of the things that. Arizona's president said when they asked him about the Pac-12 adding SMU that I thought was really interesting. He said, well, we certainly see the future of our marketing and our student body of, of getting more, just for the general population of students, of getting into Texas more and getting more students out of Texas to come to the University of Arizona. And I thought, well, okay, if that's an organizational goal, like
0: smu is not going to help with
1: that smu is only going to help with that a little bit like that is i'm going to stop drinking soda pop so i lose weight well the big 12 is like okay you're going to stop drinking soda but you're also going to go to the gym and eat more vegetables and you know those things like that's the full not just one trip it's not just one
0: trip every other year it is yeah so it's like a year you're
1: going to be going there a lot so there's a lot more reason for people so if that like that was very telling to me that he said that's an organizational goal. Well, like if you're if you're telling the truth about that, if that really is, then SMU is the like oh yeah, well we're we're in Texas, and not even look, and not even every other year, right? Because of the way scheduling's going now, you might be if you're just SMU and you have I don't know what the Pac-12 new formally going to be whenever they are what they are after this TV deal, but uh, let's just say there's ten teams because college, or or there's twelve teams. Uh, Again, because they, they stayed intact and they added SMU and San Diego state. So let's say they, they get through the realignment war this time around and they're, they're unscathed plus two new members. Well, are they, aren't they going to do because they're gonna have to schedule like everybody else does to get those kind of, you know, bonus points for the playoff. So you might go to Arizona once every three years, maybe once every four you know, you'll play them more often than the, you would have maybe in, right. the, in the previous iteration of the conference. But or if you're if you really want to be in Texas, then you could just go there a minimum of three times a year, which is what will happen if you are or and you're going to have their people coming to you. So there's all this transference Action. there. That's why that's why I, I th- it was very interesting when he said that, that, oh, it's an organizational goal of ours. Like, OK, well, you know, you can. You can, you know, buy a timeshare or you can buy a house.
0: Right. I, I'll say this for the Pac-12 when it comes to like the uh, – this is one thing I've not wavered on. There is a strong commitment from those presidents you know, because it, it does take a lot of – I forgot who told me this the first time, but like it takes a lot of bravery to leave a conference, it really, especially in these times because mm-hmm. the Big 12 is not the Big Ten. It's not the SEC. It does take a pretty, you know, some considerable cojones to, to make that move. The, their commitment has been very impressive to me, you know to me. Like they have more than enough reason to go and to go and and leave the Big 12 at this point. I, I mean, let you say it's commitment, whatever. I mean, they, they want to see to make sure that they're dotting all their I's and crossing all their t's because look, like the Big 12 offer will still be there. I think that's why you, you're seeing it take so long. But the the comments that the folks from like Colorado was pretty quiet for a while, and then Arizona's. I mean, Arizona president has just been. You want to talk about batting your eyes at a girl from across the bar i mean you know it's so funny but like he re- reaffirmed it. i'm like he has mentioned lubbock texas by name saying it's not too far away i mean th- they're just waiting to see the final offer but it-, it is to me at this point they have plenty of reason enough to leave like they have given more than enough time and my read on it is this is that what's going to change like the Pac-12. I, I will I will say this about them. They kind of they they have created the situation, but also they got unlucky because the TV bubble burst. Uh, I think Brett Yormark also got lucky in the you know the way they took the offer because I think some people said ah oh, that that offer the Big Twelve maybe was a little bit low. I'm glad they took the money when they did because you know and I've made this point too, Paul. Like, less shows are are becoming greenlit. People are not just putting money out there for content. They're like, all right, we can't just keep shelling stuff out. We're not meeting subscriber numbers and whatnot. And all of these TV companies we're talking about all have subscription services. And most of them are not hitting the goals they want them to. And the Pac-12 is falling victim to this. Disney, I mean, clearly, clearly is doing some serious restructuring. Uh, Fox doesn't have one, but they're kind of out on this entire thing. You know, Viacom, CBS, where is HBO Max and all of this? Apple TV, like they're already kind of in in sports. Do you think they're going to you know fork up a bunch of money to be involved in Stanford, Colorado? No, they're not going to do it. Amazon did not get to where it is by handing out large sums of cash for no reason at all. That is an incredibly shrewd business in all of their practices. And so I think they're unlucky with that. But I mean, I just, I can't imagine there's some godfather offer coming in that doesn't involve some stipulations and whatnot. And I feel like if you're one of these schools, like, what else do you have to see? Because you're not, you haven't seen anything hard numbers, and I just don't know there's any hard. How are they not hard numbers at this point?
1: Do I mean I hope that the Pac-12 people do like look at what's going on in the in the whole media landscape, like you just mentioned, and yes. see how things that you may not think are related are, because yeah, e- like Disney is own Disney owns a lot of things So they spend a lot of money for a lot of things, and. Uh, Marvel movies aren't doing as well as they used to. You know, some of the Marvel shows aren't doing as well.
0: When Star Wars shows, they've shot out a ton of money for on on Disney Plus.
1: Yeah. So, um, I'll tell you this. Look, you, I don't know how old you are, Josh. I'm forty. Twenty six. You're twenty six. Okay. So you are you're in this generation that let Disney down this week because they were betting that you, as twenty six years old, would know enough and like Indiana Jones enough to go watch Indiana Jones, but you didn't because you did not grow up with Indiana Jones because when the last movie came out, you were probably in high school or middle school. Right. Um,
0: yeah. If, I mean, if, it's, if I like the OG ones, but that's just cause my dad put them on, you know, I, said, I, I dad, did not dad. see dad, 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 dad. dad who's right? about to be 60 years old. Yeah. So
1: I love Indiana Jones. I went to see Indiana Jones, but the people who make movies kind of go nuts are families and you know, people and you're like people who go like when I was your age and like my friends would go out, like we could go see a movie with like eight of us at a time and all. And yeah, now Mm -hmm. like that doesn't happen, but especially when you're 23, 22, 19, like how many times you go to the movies, like 10 people, right. And go see a movie. Well, that doesn't happen anymore. And so if Disney's going to lose money on Indiana freaking Jones, like a huge tentpole thing, are they going to make money on Stanford Cal, Cal versus Arizona? No. Right. <laughs> like that's right. why they got to look at everything like, Oh, Hey, we made a show about Boba Fett, someone that like everybody who's ever seen star Wars knows. Nice. And it was just okay for us. It did not meet examples. So it's, it is
0: just yeah it's it's, it's so interesting like cuz people are leaving this part out of this they think it's just about it's you know live sports it's like no this is this is, the NFL is bulletproof we that, that is that is the one like that is for sure i think other pro sports are you know i think the nba is going to be fine i you know i think i mean but like a lot of these sports are up nascar is up you know i know major league baseball has had a ton of problems with their local rights like you have to pay attention to the whole picture here the big 12 once again, this is not just because Brett remarks amazing. They got lucky. It's they it's cut, good they, they took the they deal when they line. did. They, yeah, well, they they cut the line.
1: They realized there was no line, which was important. <laughs> right. George Kleofka's biggest mistake, other than taking the job in the first place, was realizing like thinking that there was a a line. There was some sort of protocol. or the Big
0: Ten. The Big Ten deal applied to them. That was I never understood that either. Yeah. Like no, oh no well we're
1: these. no. The, it, <laughs> these are not, different. These are different, different things. things. Yeah, and the Pac-12 is unfortunately suffering the fact that money has got to get cut somewhere, and so, so a lot of that money is cut in personnel and talent and production value and all of this. I mean, watch a, a, a game on ESPN Plus um,
0: that that's well, produced and tell me. I call games on ESPN Plus. Yeah. It's- yeah, there's a reason that they have Josh Neighbors calling games. You well, know, look, ESPN I'm not platform. trying to knock you, Josh. But no, like- but no, but it's got a high dollar production. Yeah, it's not yeah, like they, they 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 send you the cameras and they, there's nobody from ESPN there. It's you and somebody who works at the university doing most doing most of the stuff. Well,
1: yeah, when you when you're plugging into the university in stadium feed and you're asking um, the the kids who work there are all students to like do a a, yes. a level broadcast that like if you ever like. I would just still have to take like one of those students into like the broadcast truck that, you know, at the Alabama Georgia game, and like look at the grizzled dudes in there, and and be like, yeah, they want you to do it as well as this guy, who you know has been doing the this war this veterans,
0: whole the guys who have seen thirty years, you know, of of, yeah. of high level college football, right? Yeah.
1: So yeah, it's it's very different than like okay, well, let's get a reasonably decent play by play and color guy in there, and right. then we will, once we do that, then we can, we'll, we'll just, the feed will be fine. We'll know, like you're going to be like, yeah, if you look at that replay there and it's just a still shot of the offensive coordinator. Because <laughs>
0: <you> <laughs> yeah. Paul, Paul, every, Paul, every, if there was a lacrosse game happening, we could not show, I used to call games for university, of Richmond. Uh, we could not show past the foul lines. And also there was no score bug. So it was basically me doing radio and you couldn't see down the lines at all. So like, they cut corners, but it was a volume, it was a volume thing. They wanted as they want as much stuff as possible because you know what? Uh, uh somebody must must love Richmond baseball or Richmond women's basketball, you know, Richmond Spider. And, and they'll pay the $5.99 a month for the ESPN Plus, and they'll do it. And now that that didn't pan out as much. It's sort of cutting more corners than they were before. And it's not just them doing it.
1: Yeah. Well, and if you look at the like the Big 12's new TV deal, there's a lot of concessions made for production and what they will do that because right. because Brett your mark rightfully heard like the biggest complaint is like look I'll I'll get ESPN plus if you tell me to get ESPN plus I'm not thrilled about having to pay more money for a thing but if I'm going to turn on Iowa state and I'm not going to get the same thing as I would then you're not I'm not getting what I'm paying for I'm getting right. you know I might as well just add, like, call somebody who's at the game and be like, hey, we just hold your phone up? <laughs> you <know? laughs> we'll FaceTime. We'll FaceTime, switch the camera around and hold your phone up. <laughs> and then, if you don't mind, like, run down to the other end zone when we switch sides <laughs> <laughs> and see if you can do it there. I, I don't – yeah, so there's, all those things affect each other. And I'll give the example of, look, Al Michaels got traded to NBC for a cartoon rabbit because disney wanted that because it was a big part of their you know original history it's the first thing that uh oswald the rabbit that that uh he was the precursor to mickey mouse that walt disney drew so all these things are are related in one way or the other and if nbc could hold on to that and get al freaking michaels for a rabbit then
0: think Joe about Buck wh- was traded if my money is the best broadcaster we have was traded for penn state purdue on a, yeah. On the the opening, yeah yeah see so those That's things are happening it, yeah. and yeah.
1: everything's tied in so every time you think that there are you know like oh well this doesn't no it's right now it's all one big pot of money that they're trying to be able to go to a shareholder meeting in 2024 and be like look what we've done we've turned it around and now our stock's gonna go up 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 and you're gonna make lots of money and you know uh bob Iger came in and saved the day again and and all that, but look, um, Disney's in a legal battle, spending millions of dollars against the governor of Florida. Like that is probably tied in, in. some weird tangential way, hurting the Pac-12. And that they're like, okay, what about thirty-two million? And they're like, well, you know, we would have that, but we're spending four million dollars a year right now for uh, like. Paul, are least- you
0: do you watch Succession? Oh yeah. The, okay. Okay. So it's basically, every it is now. Episode of Succession, right? And it yeah. is, is is what's happening. And people people are missing. Like here's the thing: Oregon and Washington are valuable. They are. I think they're incredibly valuable brands. Andy Staples did an article. It was a couple of years ago. Basically, was, I think it was called the Wheel of Twenty Four. Like the twenty four schools that really just they add they add TV value. People are watching their games. Washington, Oregon are on there. But like if you're ESPN, you're like, Big Twelve might pick off some of these schools, and all we really want to do is fill out the late night TV. I don't want to pay for ten Pac Twelve schools. What if I can? What if I can get four attached onto an already there deal, and get late night programming? I, I, you know, I, I we do need to fill out a schedule because that's that's what ESPN wants. They don't want Washington State, Oregon State. They just want to fill out the schedule. Like that's that's why those games rate well is because it's the only thing on at that point. That is what they want to do when it comes to and the Big 12. I'm not saying they're any different, right? The Big 12's advantage. I think one of their big advantages they offer games at 11 a.m. Central Time. And they can offer a game at 10 p.m. Central Time. They can they they fill out anybody's daily planner with that kind of stuff. Yeah. The Pac-12 just doesn't offer that. And if you can get a few of the schools for what they offer late night football, and you do have to pay four of them, I mean, why wouldn't you just if you're Disney and you're cutting costs? Why not just wait it out and maybe get a few of them? Because like, well, and the other thing that people to your
1: point, um, a lot of people maybe don't realize is. You know now that TV execs are running everything when it comes to college sports. All
0: of this, Every- the, the the realignment has been is is decided by not by Greg Sankey. It's not Kevin Warren. It's not. It's not. It's that's not who decides this stuff anymore not at all.
1: It's TV execs. Well, they know what gets ratings that's what they want what gets ratings so the more that they can put together stuff that they know will get ratings and they can trust that's why notre dame is so bulletproof because you can look at the ratings card and go they're getting three million dollars on a three million views on a bad week they're getting 10 million on a great week three million on a bad week and they're somewhere between three and ten every week but they're solidly three million three million viewers average so uh they want like it's kind of different now because they used to have like February and May sweeps in TV. And I think they still do because that's when they like make their big advertising pitches. But now because there's so much content out there, you're essentially in sweeps 11 months of the year. So where your sports are in sweeps. So, if you don't know and for viewers if you don't know what sweeps is it's like if you're ever watching a show and you're like huh, matt damon's on this week well matt damon's on because they spent more money and they said let's have matt damon on because we want to get more ratings because people go oh hey it's matt damon on this show uh and you know that's a big deal like it was huge in the 90s like watch any episode of friends that happened in november or february or may and the guest stars that would pop up around that time like oh brad pitt's on the show i mean you know like there and you now go. it's more
0: linear and now it's it's usually they'll bring somebody on and that person's in a movie or something that also that company owns as well exactly so you no know, much much, much oh, more yeah you
1: know, um think about like um integrated yeah, like all that stuff. If you watch a reality show and like, hey, we're gonna do a concert for the guests, and who's that, you know, minor known star? Like, oh, well, he's on a label. The Bachelor. We, he is. Yeah, he
0: signed to whatever record label. Signed to know, whatever record label. Disney. Yeah, owns Disney, Disney. owns. Right, yeah, Disney right. owns that record label. He's
1: gonna do right. that, and then exactly right, Um, right. And, and, you know, that's uh, that's why they bought American Idol, so they could just buy up all those people and and put them on their record label and try to soak that money. Hey, so, so, so. What Disney, that's what did Disney do with the SEC. They completely bought up the whole SEC. They're not sharing their contract anymore. And they're like, mm-hmm. all the SEC things are going to be all tied in. And that's their sweeps all the time. You know, uh, they don't, for whatever reason, it's never made sense to me. Okay, if you have an SEC network and you know that works. Well, you also have an ACC network. Like, you should spend as much time promoting that as you do the SEC because you have it. <laughs> you know, and but they don't. And it's it's. I mean, look, it's the ACC's fault for usually having one to two really good schools, uh, but yeah, and not, not having that much parity. But still, you've got to promote these things. It's it is it is so bizarre how things are going, and it has nothing to do with what you think, unless what you think is is actually a good television show, because you know, then that's the Big Twelve can while they're not maybe as known or as popular brands. If you look at the games week in and week out in the Big 12, they're all pretty darn good television. Fire,
0: fire. TCU's championship run was one of the most harrowing, harrowing week to week TV experiences. Yeah. So,
1: like every game for the most part is pretty good. So they're going to be like. That's what Fox,
0: Paul. That's what Fox said. Fox. One of the reasons Fox re-upped, according to the Sports Business Journal, was how competitive the week in and week out product was. Yeah. And look. If you put a September thirtieth, when Baylor Oklahoma State last year was a was a big game, so it was three thirty Fox game. Both those teams ended up with a, you know with six wins at the end of the year, but it was compelling at the time and it was back and forth and it was a big matchup and they're for my money their best crew, uh, Benetti and uh, Brock Hewitt were there and like yeah that's that's what it offers you know and and they they had plenty of once again harrowing TCU performances uh, you know the Texas Tech game and the Baylor game were compelling games on national fox that's what the that's what the big 12 offers i i think is their you know i hope that's still their ace in the hole moving forward even though it's not going to help them win any championships kind of you kind of hope that's what their ace in the hole is the competitiveness because it's fun yeah um yeah all absolutely. right so to, so to get you out on this uh you know i it's my idea that the, the pack 12 will exist no matter what mm-hmm. whether it whether it is a bunch of schools leave because here's the thing let's just say six Pac-12 schools were to leave. It's not like let's consolidate and call ourselves the Mountain West. The best brand, you know, West of the Rockies with the history is the Pac-12. So if you were to, if you were to like, all right, what's our best brand? If we're all to try to stay together uh, out there, what we're going to do, I'm going to say, let's, you know, whoever's left, let's just join together and call ourselves the Pac-12, and whatever. Um, where does this end though? Do you think it's the end of the short-term deal that ends up, seeing the conference dissolve, are they going to be living paycheck to paycheck? When I say that, I mean three-year deal, three-year deal, three-year deal at a time, because my big thought is this. I know Oregon and Washington don't have a home, but those two schools want to compete for national championships, and I don't know if you can stomach a $50 million gap to Rutgers and Indiana, uh, much less Ohio State and Michigan and Penn State for like more than three or four years, because as many good donors as you have, that is a chasm. So like what ultimately do you think happens with is it this situation? Cause it feels like to me, it, the patch well, whether you call it luck, ineptitude, or whatever it is, it's just not long for being considered a power conference because even if you get one deal, I mean, their eyes, people have eyes for elsewhere.
1: No, I I I we've talked to enough TV execs in the show where I, I believe that you know, we're talking like 20 years down the line that eventually there's going to be just a super league. Like they're trying to do with, which sucks with with soccer, which is going to like, which is a a gross overestimation of how it works. So I, um, but I think, I think here's the, there's two likely scenarios for me. And the most likely right now, as it stands is still that they sign like a five-year TV deal and then figure out what it is, but there's going to be a gap. And those Washington and Oregon are going to really be mad about that. Like, Washington, Oregon, Florida State, and Clemson, particularly, will be four schools who are looking at their TV deals over the years going, like,
0: son of a bitch. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah.
1: We are like, people, they are national brand. People buy t shirts of theirs in other states because they like they it. You have, know,
0: I mean, Florida State and Clemson have won championships in the last decade. Clemson's won multiple, and they're like, "Yeah, we have to make up how much to the rest of those schools?
1: Yeah. And they're it's little. Just, Plan of like merit base is only going to make up a little bit of that, right? It's not so happen. it's it's only going to be like oh well yeah, we, not, we made not enough we we already made nine we made nine million more this year great but
0: Paul can I, can I put it this so I work in Arkansas and uh, one of the folks that I work with David Basil he is one of the presenters of the Broyles Award he went to Clemson recently and was blown away by their facilities and whatnot and that is mm-hmm. true their ability to maintain that advantage and keep that is is what we're talking about here that that is that is what the tv dollars go to so we're talking about what does it actually mean like when somebody you know baz played for an sec school we cover an sec school says oh my god that's the best thing i've ever seen that advantage will help clemson for a little bit but these schools are always spending money trying to get the next advantage and it that's where clemson will lose that that is how this this little engine that could that dabba likes to say will will end up losing out. That's what we're talking about here.
1: I'm I'm an FSU alum and they're, they're now building, building facilities that are going to be on par with everybody else, but it took them a long time. And part of the reason it took them a long time is that as big and powerful as a brand they are, they don't have the kind of like ridiculous, like drunken fool alumni base that like say Alabama does, you know, and they were for a stretch better than Alabama. They were the, but they, they didn't, they didn't make that you know generational wealth right and so look florida in the sec has really just now getting to the, around to their facilities and they have tons of money tons of money they're like it's just about committing to it but what it's also going to hurt is other sports like if you know if you're the softball coach at clemson and go we need a new stadium and they're like okay we will clean the bleachers for you twice a week how's that because your budget's going to go away and everything's going to be going to the money sport because they're trying to make up the gap between them and, and particularly Alabama and Georgia. Cause that's, that's who Clemson wakes up at night thinking about is Alabama and Georgia. That's who that, that's who they're thinking about. And so, yeah, when you're Washington, Oregon and you're going to see this big chasm and you're like, Rutgers is getting all this money. And what are they doing with it? Like, you know, we, we deserve that money. Like, you don't,
0: I love it. I love how much I just, it's, it's, do you think Paul, I think about this all the time where I'm like, let's just say, let's say, let's say Oklahoma state loses uh, Mike, gun. Did they fire him? Cause this roster thing is a disaster. They're like, you know what? We want another great mullet coach. We want to hire Jamie Chadwell, but Indiana goes, you know what? We're going to pay India. We're going to pay Jamie Chadwell $12 million a year to come coach us. Like that is, that's a real thing that could happen. I mean, yeah. Indiana is going to make like $80 million off a television contract. Thanks to Michigan, Ohio state and Penn state. It's yeah. it, Purdue is too. It's it's unbelievable. And Rutgers is too. It's unbelievable. Yeah.
1: They're they're. That's what they're going to do. And look, Nebraska's paying Matt rule, a ton of money, a ton of money. Um, you know, he made a joke the last time we had him on about the next time he comes into town that Smokey and I are picking up the tab. And I was like, (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy, but no no absolutely (laughs) not i don't know how much i don't know how much money you made at baylor i have a pretty good idea but that's like under wraps i know exactly how much you made in carolina i don't know exactly (laughs) how much you're making now but
0: (laughs) but that's
1: great he's uh but yeah so that like the amount of money that they're able to do that that's where it's going to hurt and that's where people have to to keep pace so yeah i think that like the option a like i said is they stay together in the five-year deal because it's just while it looks, it feels like almost the right time, it's not completely the right time. And like you said earlier, it's really hard to, to pull the trigger and leave because there's so many unknowns. The other scenario I think is, is, is almost as likely to happen is that Arizona and Colorado just leave, and they say, look, this is where we're going to be. You guys go on ahead. They add San Diego State and SMU, and then they go ahead with 10 teams and see what they can get the next time around. If Boise State's ready, if all of that, they can go and join them. But this TV negotiation will show the Pac-12 that if somebody calls you and asks about joining the league, unless it's Emporia State, you probably have to pick up the phone. <laughs> Say yes.
0: Uh, one and one last point I want to make on this: this is why you know I'm I'm still worried for the Big 12 because they are going to suffer that gap. That gap is going to be there, and it's really important. Why? Like you know, I try to think about okay, how can somebody maybe even TC, like keep doing? Things like that, because what you need to have happen is TV execs and, and fans, you know, TV execs serve fans because they need ratings. Like they, the Big 12 needs to create a situation where in 10 years, people are like, okay, well, whatever college football looks like, we cannot do it without TCU, right? We cannot leave Oklahoma State by the wayside. That's what you need. You need to be essential is is kind of my thought on this. Oh,
1: I agree with you. Like, you have to be that point where, like, okay, are we going to really make, you know, Baylor and Iowa State a game that's been really good a bunch of times not matter anymore and kick it exactly. down to streaming only.
0: K-State and Kansas can go kick rocks. It's like, yeah. w- really? Yeah. It, but that's, the, and that, that's kind of a it's different conversation. I'm sure you all have had it too. But, like, the, like if you're going to disenfranchise a bunch of people and be, have 30 teams, like, because I'm a soccer fan, I like Premier League. I'm a Chelsea fan, so I I know what it's like to you know uh, they're basically the SEC right of of when it comes to those those upper spending teams. Like, are you going to disenfranchise 80 fan bases in the FBS? Because if I want to go watch pro football, I can just do it on Sunday. Now, if I, if my team can't be involved with Alabama, you know, and 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 you know Georgia and all those schools, like, why should I watch? Because I can watch the better version of football the next day afterwards. It's just it's so murky, but like. The, the Big 12, even though they feel secure now, you have to be thinking about the future,
1: yeah. about, about well, what
0: it means to be to, like, and the I, next TV deal. I, and all those things. I, I
1: do wonder that if TV execs understand the regionality of these things. Right. And because the, the, bi- owners, the, the, foundation. the owners of those premier league soccer league teams that were like, hey, we're going we're gonna to do the premier league and then we're going to leave all this behind that we came up for underestimate the fact that even Chelsea fans like playing Reading. Like, even, <laughs> right. you know, like they like doing it. Right.
0: Like, they, Crystal Palace, you know, the, 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 the other London team they love to hate, right? Even though it's, you know, it's a smaller club, they love to play them.
1: But yeah, they love, okay, they want to play Crystal Palace. Like, yes, yeah. you know what? Maybe, maybe some of the teams that they really like playing got relegated, but you'll play them in those other cups and all those things. FA Cup, and yeah, right. The other thing was, is that you already have the Champions League, right? So you're already doing that.
0: The CFP in our example here. Yeah, so,
1: like, here you've got the CFP that's now 12 teams. So you're already getting that when you need it. Right.
0: Why do I need Clemson, Alabama every single week?
1: No, you don't need Clemson, Alabama every single week. And the other thing you're doing by the 12-team CFP is you're probably ensuring that a decade into this thing that those those pre-conference games will be bangers for the most part. Like, you know, you're not going to see – you know Auburn like shirking away on the schedule anymore because they're gonna be like, look, we gotta, we've nine gotta hang like thin. they're not call people and cancel like they've they're famous for doing in the past. You know Auburn, Auburn will be like, no, we we we're gonna keep this game with Michigan. We're gonna do it, and because it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt
0: you anymore, right? Nine, nine and three might get the job done. You know what I mean? Yeah, nine, nine and three might get you in yes You have to,
1: yeah, nine and three may get the job done. That game's not gonna hurt you unless you get absolutely just torn apart,
0: drilled, yeah,
1: but. You know, uh, but, okay, like, Florida State and LSU kick off the season this year, Sunday, Labor Day. It's going to be a great game. It was one-point game last year. Both that teams are, awesome are, are, are even game. are even better. They're playing in Orlando. It's going to be a huge, like, TV event. Like, those games will be more prevalent now. And right. teams will be – because, again, it should be a really good game. And at the end of the year, even in this four-team playoff year, it's probably not going to hurt either of them. No. If that's – no. either team's only loss – And they win their conferences. They'll be playing again in the playoff. So even in four. So in 12, that expands so much more. So we're in a new, probably better era of college football. But, like, they don't need to get greedy and go, okay, well, we're just going to make this all the time. Because they're going to underestimate the fact that, yeah, you know what? LSU fans, well, like, maybe it's better to play, um, you know, uh, Clemson. Or maybe it's better to play Oregon. We'll miss playing Mississippi State. Yeah. Because you've decided that they're – on this other tier that they don't belong right. or they'll enjoy those once every, you know, 10 year trips to Nebraska, you know, like right. whatever it was that they do. So yeah, I think, I think that's the big thing is don't underestimate how regionality affects this thing. And rivalries do really matter because the biggest thing about the Texas and OU coming to the sec isn't Oklahoma playing Georgia. It's not Oklahoma playing Tennessee. It's not Texas playing Florida. It's A&M and Texas getting to play again. That's the biggest thing that's Oklahoma, happened.
0: Oklahoma. All I care about like, Oklahoma is I want to see Oklahoma Arkansas. I want to yeah. see Oklahoma against you know Texas I want to see them play Missouri again. I want to. See, I, I'm. I'm. I want the old. I know. I kind of want the old school stuff back again. But that. Yeah. This is, is all is secondary
1: to A and M in Texas. Like right. That is which which is number one. That like that is the SEC essentially bought as other than the games that they got, but like Red River. They, <laughs> they bought Red River and they bought A and M in Texas. They bought Lone Star Shootout and Red River Shootout. They bought those two games, and then everything else is an absolute bonus for them, because right. you know they're going to have Texas versus Vanderbilt that nobody's going to watch. You know,
0: SEC okay. Network seven o'clock.
1: Yeah, I'm nobody's going to watch to go unless you know one of like Texas has a Heisman Trophy candidate. You know, right. but yeah, nobody's going to watch that game, and they'll have Oklahoma. You know, Oklahoma playing you know Kentucky. Nobody's going to care, but but they are going to get like those matchups again, because yeah, I mean, those, everything that comes with it is going to be good for them, but they bought two games. That's what and, they wanted.
0: Yes. Which, and, and the potential for more on top, right. If they yeah. end up making championship scenarios, Uh Paul, I appreciate you doing this. Uh, I, I love the sports so much. I love college. I love college sports. I love college football. I worry for its future. Uh Did not attend a big 12 school. Well, kind of did a big 12 school, but you know, you worry about conferences like this, but it is compelling because <laughs> it, it, it feels like this Pac-12 thing is like one of the most important things in the history of the sport because it's going to define how fast, I guess, the, the inevitability happens. I, I'm not sure, but it's it's why, you know, you and I, I mean, we've gotten hours and hours. And, and, and at this point, now, honestly, I can say years. It's been years now of content. It's been over a year yeah. plus of content with all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is that important because we love mm-hmm. the sport. And obviously, the viewership numbers tells people care about the sport as well, too um so i appreciate you coming on and having this because it's a, such an existential conversation it just it makes me worry sometimes you know it uh, i'm I'm, where,
1: I'm right there with you josh had a had a good yeah. time anytime you need me you know where i get me
0: all right paul catalina where can people find you and your work on all of its variety
1: uh well 365 sports on youtube uh which you know we also own the channel that we're on right now uh crystal ball college football but 365 sports main channel um at paul catalina on twitter as long as it continues to i don't know what twitter is not right now, but at paul catalina 56 on instagram we're hanging on by a thread yeah uh, and and I'm speaking of thread threads i'm on threads now so at paul catalina 56 Should I do it? on instagram it's sign up on threads, threads? Should
0: I sign yeah, up just on threads? you just I it's it.
1: through instagram so you just download the app and it says do you want to log in through instagram and there you are
0: i'm sold I'm sold yeah. all right paul appreciate your time man thank you so much all right
1: anytime buddy